Section 18E, Anti-Terrorism. 18.24, Anti-Terrorism Efforts. The Air Force seeks to deter or limit the effects of terrorist acts by giving guidance on collecting and disseminating timely threat information, providing training to all Air Force members, developing comprehensive plans to deter and counter terrorist incidents, allocating funds and personnel, and implementing anti-terrorism measures. Headquarters Air Force. At the strategic level, the Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence, Surveillance, and Reconnaissance, Air Force A-2, and the Director for Intelligence, Surveillance, and Reconnaissance Strategy, Doctrine, and Force Development, Air Force A-2D, are responsible for ensuring the timely collection processing, analysis, production, and dissemination of foreign intelligence, current intelligence, and national-level intelligence information concerning terrorist activities, terrorist organizations, and force protection issues. The Air Force Office of Special Investigations Air Force Office of Special Investigations, AFOSI, is the lead Air Force agency for collection, investigation, analysis, and response for threats arising from terrorists, criminal activity, foreign intelligence, and security services. AFOSI is primarily focused on countering adversary intelligence collection activities against U.S. armed forces and will act as the Air Force single point of contact with federal, state, local, and foreign nation law enforcement counterintelligence and security agencies. Commanders Commanders at all levels who understand the threat can assess their ability to prevent, survive, and prepare to respond to an attack. A terrorism threat assessment requires the identification of a full range of known or estimated terrorist threat capabilities, including the use or threat of use of chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear, or high-yield explosives and weapons of mass destruction. In addition to tasking appropriate agencies to collect information, commanders at all levels should encourage personnel under their command to report information on individuals, events, or situations that could pose a threat to the security of Department of Defense personnel, families, facilities, and resources. Anti-Terrorism Training At least annually, commanders conduct comprehensive field and staff training to exercise anti-terrorism plans to include anti-terrorism physical security measures, continuity of operations, critical asset risk management, and emergency management plans. Anti-terrorism training should include terrorism scenarios specific to the location and be based on current enemy tactics, techniques, procedures, and lessons learned. Additionally, the current baseline through force protection condition Charlie measures shall be exercised annually at installations and self-supported separate facilities. Random Anti-Terrorism Measures Program Installation commanders shall develop and implement a random anti-terrorism measures program that will include all units on the installation. The intent of the program is to provide random, multiple security measures that consistently change the look of an installation's anti-terrorism program. Random anti-terrorism measures introduce uncertainty to an installation's overall force protection program to defeat surveillance attempts and to make random anti-terrorism measures difficult for a terrorist to accurately predict our actions. The program shall be included in anti-terrorism plans and tie directly with all force protection conditions, including force protection condition normal, to ensure continuity and standardization should threats require Air Force-wide implementation. Random anti-terrorism measures times for implementation, location, and duration shall be regularly changed to avoid predictability. 
random anti-terrorism measures execution shall be broad-based and involve all units and personnel. 18.25. Ground Transportation Security. Criminal and terrorist acts against individuals usually occur outside the home and after the victim's habits have been established. Your most predictable habit is the route you travel on a regular basis. Always check for fingerprints, smudges, or tampering of the interior and exterior of your vehicle, including the tires and trunk. If you detect something out of the ordinary, do not touch anything. Immediately contact the local authorities. When overseas, travel with a companion. Select a plane car and avoid using government vehicles when possible. Do not openly display military equipment or decals with military affiliations. Keep doors locked at all times. Do not let someone you do not know direct you to a specific taxi. Ensure taxis are licensed and have safety equipment, seat belts at a minimum. Ensure that the face of the taxi driver and the picture on the license are the same. 18.26. Commercial Air Transportation Security Overseas Before traveling overseas, consult the Foreign Clearance Guide to ensure you meet all requirements for travel to a particular country. Get the required Area of Responsibility Threat Briefing from your security officer, anti-terrorism officers, or the appropriate counterintelligence or security organization within three months prior to traveling overseas. Use office symbols on travel documents if the word description denotes a sensitive position. Use military contracted flag carriers. Avoid traveling through high-risk areas. Do not use rank or military address on tickets. Do not discuss military affiliation. Have proper identification to show airline and immigration officials. Do not carry classified documents unless absolutely mission essential. Dress conservatively. Wear clothing that covers military or United States-affiliated tattoos. Carry plain civilian luggage. Do not wear or carry distinct military items. 18.27. Suspicious packages or mail. Look for an unusual or unknown place of origin. No return address, excessive amount of postage, abnormal size or shape, protruding strings, aluminum foil, wires, misspelled words, differing return address and postmark, handwritten labels, unusual odor, unusual or unbalanced weight, springiness in the top or bottom, inflexibility, crease marks, discoloration or oily stains, incorrect titles or title with no name, excessive security material ticking, beeping, or other sounds, or special instruction markings such as personal, rush, do not delay, or confidential on any packages or mail received. Be vigilant for evidence of powder or other contaminants. Never cut tape, strings, or other wrappings on a suspect package. If the package has been moved, place the package in a plastic bag to prevent any leakage of contents. If handling mail suspected of containing chemical or biological contaminants, Wash hands thoroughly with soap and water. Report suspicious mail immediately and make a list of personnel who were in the room when the suspicious envelope or package was identified. 18.28. General Anti-Terrorism Personal Protection. Individual vigilance is integral to the anti-terrorism program, whether stateside or overseas. Several actions are provided here to help ensure individual protection. Dress and behave in a way that does not draw attention. Be inconspicuous and avoid publicity. Travel in small groups. Avoid spontaneous gatherings or demonstrations. Be unpredictable. Vary daily routines to, from, home and work. Be alert for anything suspicious or out of place. 
Avoid giving unnecessary personal details to anyone unless their identity can be verified. Be alert to strangers who are on government property for no apparent reason. Refuse to meet with strangers outside your workplace. Always advise associates or family members of your destination and anticipated time of arrival. Report unsolicited contacts to authorities. Do not open doors to strangers. Memorize key telephone numbers and dialing instructions. Be cautious about giving information regarding family travel or security measures. When overseas, learn and practice a few key phrases in the local language. 18.29. Home and Family Security Spouses and children should always practice basic precautions for personal security. Familiarize family members with the local terrorist threat and regularly review protective measures and techniques. Ensure family members know what to do in any type of emergency. Several actions are provided here to help ensure home and family security. Restrict the possession of house keys. Lock all entrances at night, including the garage. Keep the house locked, even if you are home. Destroy all envelopes or other items that show your name, rank, or other personal information. Remove names and rank from mailboxes. Watch for unfamiliar vehicles cruising or parked frequently in the area, particularly if one or more occupants remain in the vehicle for extended periods. Post or pre-program emergency telephone numbers for immediate access. Report all threatening phone calls to security officials and the telephone company, making note of any background noise, accent, nationality, or location. 18.30. Human Intelligence and Counterintelligence Human intelligence is a category of intelligence derived from information collected and provided by human sources and collectors, and where the human being is the primary collection instrument. Counterintelligence is information gathered and activities conducted to protect against such threats. A few primary human intelligence collection efforts are briefly described here. Interrogation Interrogation is the systematic effort to procure information to answer specific collection requirements by direct and indirect questioning techniques of a person who is in the custody of the forces conducting the questioning. Proper questioning of enemy combatants, enemy prisoners of war, or other detainees by trained and certified Department of Defense interrogators may result in information provided either willingly or unwittingly. Source Operations Designated and fully trained military human intelligence collection personnel may develop information through the elicitation of sources to include walk-in sources who, without solicitation, make the first contact with human intelligence personnel. Developed sources who are met over a period of time and provide information based on operational requirements. Unwitting persons with access to sensitive information. Debriefing. Debriefing is the process of questioning cooperating human sources to satisfy intelligence requirements consistent with applicable law. The source usually is not in custody and is usually willing to cooperate. Debriefing may be conducted at all echelons and in all operational environments. Through debriefing, face-to-face -face meetings, conversations, and elicitation, information may be obtained from a variety of human sources. Document and Media Exploitation Captured documents and media, when properly processed and exploited, may provide valuable information, such as adversary plans and intentions, force locations, equipment capabilities, and logistical status. The category of captured documents and media includes all media capable of storing fixed information, as well as computer storage material. 
This operation is not a primary human intelligence function, but may be conducted by any intelligence personnel with appropriate language support. Human Intelligence Threat Areas A few primary threat areas are briefly described here. Espionage The act of obtaining, delivering, transmitting, communicating, or receiving information about national defense with intent or reason to believe the information may be used to the injury of the United States or to the advantage of any foreign nation. Subversion An act or acts inciting military or civilian personnel of the Department of Defense to violate laws, disobey lawful orders or regulations, or disrupt military activities with willful intent, thereby to interfere with or impair the loyalty, morale, or discipline of the U.S. Armed Forces. Sabotage An act or acts with intent to injure, interfere with, or obstruct the national defense of a country by willfully injuring or destroying, or attempting to injure or destroy, any national defense or war material, premises, or utilities, as well as human and natural resources. Terrorism The calculated use of unlawful violence or threat of unlawful violence to inculcate fear intended to coerce or intimidate governments or societies in the pursuit of goals that are generally political, religious, or ideological. 18.31 Incident Reporting AFI 71-101, Volume 4, Counterintelligence, requires individuals who have reportable contacts or acquire reportable information to immediately, within 30 days of the contact, report the contact or information either verbally or in writing to AFOSI. The AFOSI initiates and conducts all counterintelligence investigations, operations, collections, and other related activities for the Air Force, when appropriate or when overseas. AFOSI coordinates these activities with the Central Intelligence Agency and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The AFOSI is also the installation-level training agency for counterintelligence awareness briefings and is the sole Air Force repository for the collection and retention of reportable information. Contact is defined as any exchange of information directed to an individual, including solicited or unsolicited telephone calls, email, radio contact, and face-to-face -face meetings. Examples include contact with a foreign diplomatic establishment, a request by anyone for illegal or unauthorized access to classified or unclassified controlled information, personal contact with any individual who suggests that a foreign intelligence or any terrorist organization may have targeted him or her or others for possible intelligence exploitation or receipt of information indicating military members, civilian employees, or Department of Defense contractors have contemplated, attempted, or effected the deliberate compromise or unauthorized release of classified or unclassified controlled information. 18.32. Protection of the President and Others As stated in AFI 71-101, Volume 2, Protective Service Matters, as a result of a formal agreement between the Department of Defense and U.S. Secret Service, Individuals affiliated with the U.S. Armed Forces have a special obligation to report information regarding the safety and protection of the U.S. President or anyone else under the protection of the U.S. Secret Service. This includes the Vice President, President and Vice President-elect, and visiting heads of foreign states or foreign governments. In most cases, former presidents and their spouses are also afforded lifetime protection of the U.S. Secret Service.